Hi, I'm Elle Crawford Marsden. This is Heart to Heart, a podcast about life, love, loss and everything in between. It's a mix of storytelling and conversations with some kick-ass human beings, all with the hope that you may pick up a life gem or two to help you navigate this earth life. So join me to be entertained, enlightened and authentically guided to a more resilient life. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Heart to Heart, the podcast. Now, today I'm going to talk about how to honor your own emotions when it comes to a situation that you don't want to make all about you. And that's how I'm feeling right at the moment. You have caught me in a bit of a vulnerable week because if you have been following me, you would know that my only daughter, Chloe, passed away from cancer just under 13 years old, and that was 16 years ago. And this week, this Saturday, we are celebrating a beautiful family event when my niece gets married. So I come from a really big family, but this particular niece is my only sister's daughter. So she's really close to being almost a daughter to me. And this week, I'm really struggling with the feelings of missing out. And the grief comes up really pointedly and it comes out in tears when I least expect it, <laughs> which is understandable, frustrating, all of the all of the feels around that. But what I wanted to talk about was honoring those feelings and honoring that grief and honoring the emotions that are coming up, but not making the story about me. So I'm really mindful that this is such a beautiful time for my sister who's been waiting many, many years for her daughter to find someone beautiful to marry and also for my niece who has brought up a child on her own who has then met a man who has become her partner a wonderful stepfather to her own daughter and just a great you know companion and lover you know just so amazing that she's found someone she's 41 so she's been waiting a long time to for her wedding and uh, it's such a beautiful occasion such a big family event and despite COVID we can still go ahead and and have this gorgeous wedding and I'm so so happy and excited for my niece and for my sister because my sister gets to be the mother of the bride finally and she's got her frock and you know it's just lovely and so I'm watching all this from the outside and witnessing it and feeling so happy for them But on the inside, I'm breaking up and my heart is breaking because a couple of different reasons. One is that I can't share it with Chloe. So it's Chloe's cousin getting married and it would be lovely to have her there and be with me and share the day together. And the other reason is that I will never be the mother of a bride. And I know that that might sound, you know, maybe a bit trivial um, but, you know, when you have lost your only daughter, that becomes one of the occasions that you don't ever get to share, just like, you know, high school graduation and then, you know, university or job or first boyfriend or getting her licence or driving a car or anything that she would have done in her life after turning 13 that I missed out on and she missed out on and we missed out on together. So although that it might just sound like, well, come on, Elle, just get your shit together and get over it, it is a really 
difficult time when there are events in life that you would have normally shared with your child and then now you can't. And although I have a great belief that Chloe is here, she's probably sitting right next to me rolling her eyes at me saying, come on, mum, just get over it. But, you know, my heart is broken. It's always broken. But every day I get up and I live my life to the fullest, fulfilling the promise that I made to Chloe that I would do so. And normally I can do that fine without tears, without emotions. But leading up to this family event, this such happy, exciting, such a nice thing to do, especially at the end of COVID when, you know, we've just been through so much turmoil and isolation. To be able to get together as a family and get together with friends and, and celebrate such a beautiful occasion is is just warms my heart, warms my broken heart. But I also think about what I'm missing out on. So I'm doing my best to get through this time by showing love and showing happiness to my sister and my niece while still nursing the feelings of heartbreak for me. And by trying to do that without making it all about me, because it's very easy for you and your ego is in in the driver's seat that you will make the story about you. And that's the last thing I want to do. I don't want that at all. But I also, on the other side, want to honour the feelings and honour the grief because I know that if I repress those feelings and if I just ignore them or don't surrender to them or don't value them, then they're just going to come up and come up bigger. So it's really important to me that I do those two things, honour my grief and honour my niece all at the same time. And so it's been a bit of a juggle this week with doing that. And I am close to tears a lot. And I'm hoping that by the day that that comes along, which is in three days time, that I'll wake up and I'll be feeling really strong and there won't be any of this emotion and I'll be able to have a nice, happy face for everyone there while underneath my heart will be broken because I won't be able to get to experience that ever. And yeah, my son's been married and I was part of the wedding and it was all lovely and I love my sons. Don't Please don't ever think that I don't value and love and honour my sons. They are just the best things in my life. However, it's those special occasions that you share with a daughter that, you know, makes being a mother just even better if that's possible and this doesn't happen for all mother-daughter relationships I understand that but I know that it would have happened for me and Chloe because we were just so close you know I talk about her being my koala she was always wrapped around me and it was always about me and her and so I'm going to be traveling through this this week juggling all the emotions and juggling all the feelings and trying to just surrender to them and allow them and just be. And then with the goal that on Saturday morning I will wake up and be strong and happy and enjoy the day for what it is, a beautiful ceremony, a beautiful union of my niece and her lovely fiancé and to see the happiness on her face and his face and my sister's face who has been waiting for this... (laughs) day for a long time so 
for her, it's just one of the most exciting days of her life and she is just reveling in it and I'm so excited for her. So I was wondering how I can do this. So last night I decided to just give my husband a heads up, probably for the second time that I'm feeling a bit of an emotional wreck this week. And the response wasn't exactly what I expected, to be honest. I mentioned to him that I would really love some support um, on Saturday and that I know that his intent was that that was, of course, unconditionally there for me. But what he said was, yes, you told me and I'll be there, which wasn't really what I expected. I thought he might say, that's okay, sweetheart, you know, lots of love and I'll be there holding your hand and it'll all be great. But I felt really dismissed. And I know that that's a story that I'm telling myself, that he's not, that wasn't his intention. He was reading and, you know, single focus man, he was reading and it was bedtime, he was tired. And the last thing he probably wanted to hear was me being emotional. But, you know, if you can't share those sort of things with your husband, who can you share them with? Anyway, and discussion ensued and um, a few things came out that were quite, you know, hurtful. Well, I took them, I, I accepted them with hurt rather than accepting them with awareness and because sometimes when you're in an emotional place, you don't act with all of the awareness that you already have. So I was a bit upset and my ego got in there involved because I felt I felt hurt and wounded and so my ego said something that wasn't derogatory but that was taken with offence and then it went from there and he even said, well, why don't you go and put a podcast out about this and let's see who agrees and who doesn't agree. And anyway, it went on and on. And so I did feel last night very unsupported in this and I'm just hoping that when Saturday dawns that it'll all be beautiful and and I'll feel supported and I'll feel loved and because I'm going to need it. I know that I'm going to need it. This is the closest thing to having my daughter get married. And as much as it's going to be the most beautiful day, it will hurt and it will bring up feelings of comparison and it will bring up feelings of loss and it will bring up feelings of missing out. And, you know, that's actually okay. It's okay to have all those feelings around it because it's it's true. And it's genuine and it's authentic. But it's finding that way to not make it about me on the day. And so I have made a promise to myself and to Chloe, because I know Chloe will be there by my side, but I've made a promise to myself that I'm not even going to go there on the day. I'm not even going to mention it to my sister or my niece or anything. I'm not going to be the one who says it because I don't want to detract from the day. I don't want to make it about me. I don't want that story of that day to be, oh, my God, Elle was the one who was, you know, beside herself, you know, and she should be this and she should be that and, you know, all the crap that goes with it that you talk to yourself about, you know, all those stories that you tell yourself um, that cycle through your head. Because the truth is that Chloe died 16 years ago and that she was 13, not quite, not quite 13. And so I don't even know what would have happened in the ensuing years. She might have, she might have been 
absolutely fine and got married and had the white wedding and be married with children now. She might never have got married. She might be in a gay relationship. She might have survived another few years and then died. Who knows? The thing is that reality is that she died at 12 years, nine months, and that is it. And I have to learn and work with myself to just love that, to love that that is the reality of it and that's that. And all this shit that I'm going through in my mind is stuff that I'm causing suffering for myself is just thoughts around it. It's not actually the reality of it. The reality of it is that Chloe's no longer here and she won't be here on Saturday. And the more that I think about that and the more that I, you know, postulate about that, then the harder it is for me. So if I can straighten up my thinking around it, then obviously my feelings are going to settle down and I'm not going to be quite as heartbroken. But I am still a little wounded from this conversation with my husband last night because I was I was hoping and looking for love and support and I got dismissiveness and I understand that that wasn't his intention and that he was just being a bloke and how could he even understand he has three healthy children and even though they don't live in the same state so he misses them on a daily basis they're three healthy children living their lives and he can check in with them whenever he likes or whenever they deem suitable and and that's that so how could he ever even have an iota of understanding of what I'm going through so it is a really big huge quagmire of emotions there's the emotions around me missing Chloe there's emotions around me wanting my sister and my niece to have the best day and just have the most happy happy day and then happy marriage it's me watching my sister just glowing with pride as her beautiful daughter gets married. And then it's also me feeling the missing out and feeling the emotional loss of not being able to do that. And then it's also me wanting that love and support and not getting it when I needed it at that time last night. Hopefully that'll change in the next few days. And so I just thought it was really important to come on and talk about honouring our emotions and then just trying to keep them from sullying anything else so that if you're feeling like absolute shit and you have to go to something that is a really big occasion, try not to take that shit with you. I mean, that is your story and it's not the occasion story or the people who are having the occasion. It's not their story. It is your story. So I'm going to try my absolute hardest to show up on Saturday with my new outfit. Oh, by the way, I was just going to buy a top and then I went shopping because my sister's dress is just absolutely gorgeous and all my dresses are fairly casual and or a bit dark and drab and so I thought I'm just going to buy something nice and shimmery and shiny and so I went shopping and instead I bought a whole new outfit and I just thought, fuck it. This is the only time, the only day that I get to be once removed from um, my niece getting married. So it's like having my daughter get married but removed. I understand that. But it's the closest I'm ever going to have um, unless I have a granddaughter one day, which so far has not happened. So it's really the closest I'm ever going to have. So I thought, fuck it, it deserves a new outfit. <laughs> so I did that yesterday. And so I hopefully I'm going to rock up in my nice bright outfit and feel love and give out love. And that reminds me of a phrase that I heard Wayne Dyer say 
in his or in many of his things I've listened to but I've just finished listening to I Can See Clearly Now which is the last book that he wrote while he was alive and narrated his beautiful voice and he said if you have a choice to be right or to be kind always choose kind and so that's what I'm going with I'm going with kind and I'm going with unconditional love and I'm going to absolutely spray for the want of a better word spray out love and kindness on the day because I know that that will heal my heart and it will make me feel better and hopefully I will be able to get through the day without becoming an emotional wreck I won't be drinking alcohol because as you know I haven't drunk alcohol all year so that'll help because there's been times when I've had alcohol and then I've become an emotional mess and then regretted it very much afterwards. So no alcohol on board. So that should really help. And just being among family and friends is going to be a wonderful, wonderful occasion. So that is the reason that I jumped on today because I just wanted to share that little story with you so that you understand that we all don't have our shit together all the time and even though I'm a really strong and self-reliant woman there are times when those emotions just come up unguarded they just come up without me even thinking about it and suddenly I'm in tears it happened again this morning while I was teaching Pilates it happens when I look at Chloe's photos it happens all the time but I understand that This is not about me. It's about my beautiful niece and my beautiful sister and it's their day. And so I want to beseech you if you're ever in this situation where you are feeling crap or sad or heartbroken or broken up, whatever it is, and you need to face up to an occasion that is not about you, but you're just there, please try and honour your people who are having the occasion by not making it about you, by making it all about them and spread out lots of love and kindness. So that's my little podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to wrap it up now with a few bits of information. One is that I have a free masterclass about being the boss of your thoughts, which I'm actively doing at the moment, being the boss of my thoughts because thoughts, feelings, actions. So trying to really manage my mind to keep my feelings in check. And that masterclass is available through the link in my Instagram bio. And if you would like it and you're not on Instagram, then drop me an email at l at lcrawfordmarsden.com and I'll make sure that you get the opt-in for the masterclass. And the other thing is that on the 20th of September, so this today is the it's the 9th of September, so in just over a week, I'm collaborating with the beautiful Nikki O'Brien from Quintessential Being, which is another podcast. And Nikki was my is my podcast coach, so she helped me launch Heart to Heart and did all the things to teach me how to become a podcaster, which has been amazing. And we're collaborating on a five-day, five-lesson course called Bloom. And it's for women who are struggling with their identity. So we're going to be talking about how parenting, how mothering really changes you as a person or as a woman. And that often that after we have had children and they're a little more independent and they don't need us 24-7, that we struggle with our identity and we become the sum of our labels. So this is going to be on Facebook Live. We're going to do five lives at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, Australian Central Standard Time 
on a Sunday through to a Thursday at the cost of $55. So you get all five sessions for $55 and it's called Bloom. And then you get the beautiful Nikki and the beautiful me, two souls with lots of beautiful experience and information and knowledge, sharing that with you to help you navigate that time in your life when it can be pretty bloody tricky. So keep an eye out for that on Instagram and Facebook. We'll be doing lots of promotion around that. And if you're listening to this podcast after the event, then hit me up and I'll make sure that you get a copy of it if you are keen. So that is my podcast for today. I hope you have a great one. Check me out on Instagram. It's where I do all my stories and posts at L Crawford Marsden. And I'm also on Facebook, but not as much. Although I do every week my Q&A Sundays at 9am Australian Central Time. And I do them simultaneously on Instagram and Facebook. So you can see them on my Facebook page, which is L Crawford Marsden, your courage and resilience coach. So check them out. And I cover all different subjects and especially around, you know, not living a story that it may not be serving you any longer, how to be the boss of your thoughts, how to live with courage and resilience, all those questions that come up, I answer in those Q&A Sundays. So that's another resource, another free resource that you can use to get some information to put some more knowledge in your noggins so that your thoughts are better and then your feelings are better and then your life is better. So thoughts, feelings, actions, guys, that's how it all works. Have a wonderful week. I look forward to talking to you again next week. I'll let you know how the wedding went and how my behavior was. Fingers crossed for me that I'm not a mess in the corner, that I can uh, get through the whole day without the mascara running. Um, I will probably pop it into my little clutch bag though. <laughs> and um, I'll throw some photos up on Instagram so you can see my new outfit, my uh, once removed mother of the bride outfit. It's nice and bright, so um, that'll put a smile on my face. So have a lovely week and I will talk to you next week. And remember, Heart to Heart comes out on a Wednesday night. So make sure whatever platform you are using to subscribe to Heart to Heart so that you get the notification for the new episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful. I understand that out of all the thousands and thousands of podcasts and you listen to mine, I'm just very, very chuffed and excited that you do that. So lots of love till next week and I'll talk to you then. See ya. Mm-hmm.